On this episode of the Labor Lounge with Keisha, we review the movie Hobbs and Shaw, and we talk about Todd Chrisley and this indictment that he is facing. Is Todd Chrisley a crook? I don't think that he is. We also talk race relations, and we give you guys a story about how producer James and I got married. This is the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. This is episode 57. We so appreciate you guys sticking with us, watching the show, engaging with us on social media. Uh, we are looking forward to some bigger and better things for the Libra Lounge. Uh, and so far, producer James has not been fired, so we're doing very well this week. Very, very, very well. Um, I want to send a thank you to Classic Bar by Sherry for being one of the sponsors of our show. Make sure if you sign up for our bar class with Sherry, you mentioned the Libra Lounge with Keisha, and you'll get $5 off of your first class, okay? So that's really $5 because the normal classes are 10 Make sure to download the Mind Body app and sign up for the class. So, if you're a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It's time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right, so, was it, when did we go see, when did we go to the movies? Uh, was it last weekend? Was it last weekend? I think so. I think it was opening weekend. Okay, so last weekend, producer James and I and my BFF Ebony, we went to go and see um, Hobbs and Shaw. So my best friend and I, we are huge, huge, huge fans of the Fast and the Furious franchise. And, you know, there was a lot of controversy about them making this movie. Okay, it really was. It was Tyrese and his crying ass. He was upset that The Rock has his own movie now. I guess he thought they were going to give him and all his little silly-ass lines of movie. No, Tyrese, stick to singing and whining on Instagram and talk about how your ex-wife ain't shit, okay? So, anyway, we went and saw Hobbs and Shaw on opening day weekend, and, you know, it was pretty good. It wasn't bad. I mean, if you're going to, you know, I don't know. It's nothing Shakespearean about it. Um, it's it's action-packed. It's The Rock flexing his muscles and doing that crazy eyebrow thing. So it's a good it's a good action movie. But there were just a few minor things that they did in the movie that I guess they didn't think nobody was going to notice. I don't know. Number one. Producer James, did you notice that The Rock had a different daughter than he did on the last movie where they showed his daughter? Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, and there was a age difference. Slightly. But here's the thing. An age difference is fine, but not when it goes backwards. They gave him a younger daughter for this movie. And wasn't she a little bit lighter colored, too? Okay, so the girl, I think she was in one, two. Was she in one or two of the Fast and Furious movies? You know, they keep trying to give The Rock kids that look like they would really be his biological kids, but The Rock is kind of a mutt. So, I mean, I don't know. The girl who was in the original movies, she looked more Hispanic, I'll say that. Um, this little girl looks more mixed race. And, like, she's at least four years younger than the girl who was in the other movies. So, I don't know, but she was really, really cute. It, I just didn't get it. I'm like, do they think that no one remembers that this is, I, I don't know. I'll say this. If you're looking at Hobbs and Shaw and you're worried about, I don't know, reality accuracy, 
you're probably watching the wrong movie. Did if I you're watching the right movie, they no, did no. it wrong. I'm just saying, if someone's going to get caught up about his fake daughter in the fake movie not being exactly the right age in fake reality, you know, you're not going to enjoy the rest of the movie. So you're going to call that fake reality, but The Rock pulled a goddamn helicopter. With his hands. I'm saying the whole thing is fake reality. Oh, so, yeah. Yes, you might as well yeah. throw in a fake kid there. Exactly. All right. It, you know, it was a good movie. But here was another thing. So, you have uh, Jason Statham's character, Shaw, who, again, I guess they didn't think we would notice. He has a sister in this movie, okay? They kind of did a... I don't know exactly what it was. I don't know if they were trying to pretend like he didn't have a brother, but one of the one whole Fast and Furious movie revolved around his brother and him cleaning up the messes that his brother made. Yeah, his brother Owen. Owen, Owen Shaw. yes. So I'm like, so we just don't act like Owen never existed. You had a sister all this time. I mean, they even did childhood flashbacks. There was no Owen. It was just the two of them. Like. A whole movie was about this person. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But to me, I'm such a big f- movie person that things like that bother the fuck out of me. I'm just like, so y'all not gonna talk about Owen? Like the last time we saw him, he was in the hospital. Is he okay? Did he not make it? I mean, is he in rehabilitation? I mean, what is what? Even when they went to go visit the mom in prison, she didn't mention Owen either. Yeah, I mean, and. The entire reason we have Jason Statham is because of killed, Owen. He killed Han because of Owen. Because of Owen. So uh, those are, you know, I, I, if you guys haven't noticed, I tend to focus a lot on silly, insignificant things. So that 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 bothered me. Like I actually started pinning a letter to the producers of the Fast and the Furious franchise, saying, "I need answers." I took some notes while I was watching the movie, and these are the things that bothered me. Where is Owen? Did Owen go to prison? Has he been disowned? Do the English disown their children? Well, apparently not, since both of the uh, kids are also criminals. Criminals, and so is the mother. Yeah, so. I I don't know, but um, it, it was a typical Dwayne Johnson movie. He actually was one of the producers, as was Jason Statham as well. So, um, but they made sure to say, Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. So, yeah, it was good. Do I think there's a need for a part two? No, no, no. I don't. Well, yeah, I think no, there is. No, I don't think there is. Okay. Oh, wow. because they had the cliffhanger. We still don't know who the voice was right. behind this whole thing. You know, they had Idris in there. Um, because I guess they put Idris in there because, you know, The Rock and Vin Diesel, they try to, they, they, they ride the fence on, you know, what race they are. I mean, sometimes The Rock, he just Samoan. Like this movie, he was just Samoan. He, he, he went to hide out and get help from his Samoan family. You have to go all the way. You could have got your black cousins in them in California, and they would have beat the shit out of Idris. So, you know, I don't know. You know, Vin Diesel, he has yet to play the role of a black person. And that's why we're not together anymore. Because I'm like, if we're going to be together, I need you to be able to represent your black side as well as your Italian side. I'm not going to make you pick a side, but I need you to own up. Now, The Rock, he has played the role of black men before. So, twice, actually. So, I appreciate keep doing that, Dwayne. But I'm just like, 
So Idris was this, was Idris, did he die? Oh, and yeah. then he became mechanical? Was he like the Terminator? Is no. that what they were trying to make him like? No, he got shot by Dick Shaw. Shaw, right. right. In the head. He got, yeah, got shot in the head. And then I guess he got put back together with advanced technology. Right. And that's why he was uh, still alive. I tell you what, if I shoot somebody in the head and then somebody fixes them up and they back alive, I'm going to be pissed off. Because you don't just shoot a person in the head to be like, I told you so. No, you shoot a person in the head so they can fucking die. I don't want to see you back alive. And then what was it? There was a lot of Terminator things in there. Like even the motorcycle, like it would. No, not, I take that back. What's the what's the 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 Transformers uh, Masters in Disguise? Is it? They did stuff like that. Like they would turn flips and turn from a car to a robot. Didn't he do that with his uh, motorcycle? Well, he didn't turn into a motorcycle. No, like he... like the motorcycle would like get hit and break apart. Oh, then it would he would do a flip and then it would come back together. Yeah, it was uh it was gyroscopic. Like uh. Don't know. We, no. Okay. Don't yeah. know. No. It's no. like a segue. Nobody knows what that word was. I can't even say it. Gyroscopic. And what is that? That means where it understands its own balance in relation to the Earth's surface. Y'all know James like B. Line. And I can't even fact check this one because I don't know how to fuck to spell the word that he just said. So we're just going to go with whatever James says tonight and say, okay, that's what it was, James. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Did you want to add anything else about Hobbs and Shaw? I'm not sure I do. Well, you know, I was really looking forward to uh, scary movies to tell in the dark. Okay, so I read those books in junior high school. We all did. And I'm going to tell you right now. Scary as shit. I, I miss a many nights of sleep behind Harold. And I think he's one of the stories that they cover. You know Harold, the scarecrow that mm-hmm. wasn't a scarecrow? That 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 messed me up because during the time the bedroom that I had, it faced the roof of the people next door, so the roof was Harold basically to me. Yeah, um, the stories weren't that scary when we read them, but the fucking illustrations. Yes, and it was some were... basic ass illustrations. Now when you look back at it, it's just someone just had a pencil. Well, and yeah, but it like they were drippy. And it yeah. had a lot of little pieces to it all. And it was yeah. just, yeah. I mean, don't get me shit. wrong. The artwork was probably an elementary art class could have done it. You know, learning how to do penciling and stuff like that. The little creepy kid in the back that didn't have any friends, he probably could do these. Yeah, that would be his work. Um, another one that just really had me all just kind of fucked up. I don't even remember the name of the story. But it was a couple went to Mexico. Um, and they bought a chihuahua puppy from a man. And when they brought him home, he started displaying some weird things. And what did he like eat weird things? He was, I can't remember exactly what he was doing, but turns out they take him to the vet. It was a goddamn sore rat with no hair. Yeah. I I'm still traumatized by that. Mm-mm. I don't think you can really get over that. So I have I've had heard very negative reviews about the movie, which is so disappointing because Guillermo del Toro is, you know, let me see, he's very talented. He has had some great films, but not the last three or four. They 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 didn't do well. I, I'm not sure what the problem is. I mean, this is the same person who gave us Pan's Labyrinth. Um, what Hell else? Boy. Hellboy, the Both Golden Hellboys. Army. 
Yes. So I'm not sure what, what went wrong. Blade two. Blade two. The Shape of Water. Blade two. Noted the best of the Blade trilogy. Okay. Yes. Speaking of that, before I forget, so I have, and, and you, we can go back and look on my social media page. I have been saying they need to make another Blade movie. I feel as though Wesley Snipes and all his darkness still has one good blade in him. But now I find out they are finally making a blade. And guess who's not playing the title role? Wesley Snipes. What's the boy's name? It's some African name. I can't pronounce it. Oh, I don't know. It looks like a Scrabble term. Yeah. And I'm just like, they could have let Wesley earn another check. You know what I mean? I mean... I think he, I mean, he wears glasses. So if he's got bags, that's covered up. I mean, he's dressed in all black, like the omen. Got my friends singing, this is for my homies. And you know me. Nobody else in the studio got it. We got one young child in here, and then we got a white man. No one caught that. Did did y'all catch it? They didn't catch it. All about the Benjamins. Biggie. Puff Daddy. Lil' Kim. They don't know nothing about that. Okay, moving right along, because that was a very awkward moment in the studio. Okay, so don't waste your money on scary movies, even though I just, I have to see it for myself. Yeah. You know, I just, I have to, because we've waited so long for it. I just have to see it. Some people said it was more comical than anything. I don't know. I'll, I'll make producer scary, producer James scary ass go with me. Y'all, y'all do know that producer James is afraid of scary movies. They give me nightmares. Yeah. I don't and, like them. And they give him nightmares, and then I have to hear all about them for two months. Because you forced me to go watch them. And then schedule therapy sessions because he can't get over it. He can't fall asleep at night because he sees things. I don't like them. It's not my fault. A lot of mm-hmm, people don't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, last week I reported that celebrities have been doing okay. They haven't been doing that much, but, oh, they have made up for it now. So new photos of Mama June and her boyfriend Gino were released yesterday. And oh my God, she looks horrible. And that's saying a lot for Mama June because, I mean, she was born looking horrible, but she looks even more horrible. She is gaining back the weight. I think I think it was reported that over $300,000 was spent on her, let's see, gastro bypass, uh, plastic surgery, veneers, all kinds of stuff. And she looks like she's at least put on, what, you think like 80 pounds? She's put on enough. Yeah, so if you watched the reality show Mama June from Not to Hot, you saw that she lost her front tooth eating something that she shouldn't have been eating. How do you break, how do you lose a tooth and you're eating like a little Debbie cake? Like, it's not even hard. If it's your 800th little oh, Debbie well, that cake. That may have something to do with it. That'll have something yeah. to do with it. So, yeah. okay, the season ended, what, two months ago? This bitch still walking around toothless. She hasn't been back home either, has she? No, the last I heard, she is living in a casino hotel. Wow. Yes, so you know she's been arrested. They found crack, crap pipe on she and Gino. She doesn't have custody of Honey Boo Boo, Alana. Uh, She's actually living with her older sister, Pumpkin. Which is good. Which is a very, very good thing. And big shout out to her sister because I don't know if I would have did that. No, this your child. I didn't have this child. You're going to have to take care of your own goddamn child. You're going to pay me child support? Uh, We really can't talk. But anyway, it's really sad because she is choosing this guy who is a fucking loser. He doesn't even have a job. He don't even look like he can read and write. But that's just my opinion. He's the kind of guy who would date Mama June. 
That's all you got to yeah, say. Yeah, that that it not just date but have sex with Mama multiple Jimmy. times. You know what? I bet having sex with, with his Mama, eyes open. I know. I think having sex with Mama June probably smells like ham hocks cooking, but old ham hocks. No, no, cooking no, no. In a house that has no AC. No, because I look forward to having ham hocks when they're cooking. I think having sex with her probably smells like a shoebox full of hobo piss with ham hocks in it. <laughs> Cause you gotta have some, some 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 pig something has to be in there. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah yeah, and it's it, okay. You got it. I bet it smells like a piss colored piss covered pork rind. Yeah that yeah that's there it right go. there. That's that's the winner. That's the one we're gonna go with. You know, and it's really sad because these people went from being pretty poor. Um, I used to watch Toddlers and Tierras, and you know. June was known for her, what is the couponing that she used to do? Um, they were dirt poor, and then they shot to fame because of that one episode of Toddlers and Tierras and got their own show. And there's been controversy throughout the whole time, and it's all been June's fault. She started dating someone who had been in prison for molesting her oldest child. That's just all kinds of nasty and wrong. I don't. I don't even know what category that falls under. It's just fucking gross. Uh, now she's dating this guy who is a crackhead. But how is it that crackheads are fat now? Remember when crackheads used to just be skin and bones? We have fat crackheads now. I don't even know how that works. Like, I, I don't get it. Well, we're finally at a point where Little Debbie's cost less than crack. So you can I afford guess. more Little Debbie's and the same amount of crack. I guess so. I mean, if I'm going to be a crackhead, I at least want to lose weight. I mean, to me, there's no point in becoming a crackhead if you want to stay fat. That's just my spiel, See, as now, the Jews yeah. would say. See, now the meth heads are skinny because the more meth you take, the more teeth fall out. Mm -hmm. You can't eat and as can't much. Really eat. Okay. See, well, she's on her way because she, it's not just the front tooth that's missing. She still has some in the back that never they didn't fix at all. She is just the, – the, the only solution you'd have to the Mama June problem is napalm. Literally fire. Just burn it. You know, I I hope she gets it together because it is going to end up being one of those situations that she just goes to sleep and doesn't wake up. I mean, she's swollen. If you watch this season, she was having big issues with, like, her arms and her legs swelling. I mean, that's what you do when you eat, like, a three-year-old fat diabetic kid. You swell up. <laughs> God bless me. Excuse me. What did I miss? The, could, do we no, have keep to? going? We'll cut it out. <laughs> um, okay, that's the whole thing going on with Mama June. But now, look, they trying to say that my boyfriend and future baby daddy, Todd Chrisley, is in trouble with the law. What was all the stuff that I was telling you that he's been accused of? Ooh, tax fraud, tax wire fraud, fraud. Why? Yes, fraud, fraud, and more fraud. And it's not just him; it's his wife Julie as well. Look. And we're talking, and we're talking major white people fraud. Yes, even it's, the accountant has been indicted. Yeah, this isn't like no. cashing bad checks at the mm -mm. grocery store. This is like tax evasion. Yeah, fraud. And you know, oh God, it, white fraud. Todd, Todd, either not gonna make it in prison, or Todd is gonna be the queen bitch at prison. I don't know which one, but I'm hoping he doesn't go. I'm hoping he's not guilty. But nine times out of ten, he is. But I. I I don't know. I, feel, I, I actually felt bad reading that. I'm like, why are they trying to bring a black man down? Even though Todd not black, but, you know, since he going to be black. 
because sometimes we don't want black people, we don't want to claim certain black people, so, you know, we trade them off. And I'd rather have Todd, I'm just, you know, he black. You'd rather have Todd than who? Who's your trade-off? Who would you give up on the black side? T- to take Tiger Woods and him. Okay. Tiger Woods, uh, who else would I, who else does weird shit? Zoe Kravitz, she don't want to be black anyway. Um, who the only, I, we, we could take the whole show right now. So Todd, you know, I, I, ooh, this is bad. This is really, really bad. And you know what? The courts have not been playing around with celebrities when it comes to tax evasion. Uh, Wesley Snipes, for example. How many years was he in prison? Ooh, I was three or four or five at least, right? Yeah. It was a, it was a minute. Yeah, so I don't know how he's going to get out of this one, but I really hope that he does because I'm such a huge fan. And, you know, even if it is true, I just hope they document it on the next season because I just need there to be another season of Chrisley Knows Best. But do you think that he's guilty? I have no idea if he's guilty or not, but I know that they don't bring those kind of charges. So The thing is, those kind of charges are pretty easy to prove, especially if you've got the accountant as well. Yeah. So, like, they don't bring charges like that just because. Yeah, and, you know, he and his wife released a statement saying that they were innocent and that they're being set up. Uh, everybody says that. It's a, Yeah, especially white people. Just. Because here's the thing. Nobody can make a statement that says, yep, we did it, and then go to court. So I don't even know why people ask for statements anymore. That, so do you think that's a situation where they should just be quiet and not say anything, not address it at all? Um, yeah. I don't know why. Here's the, here's the thing. I don't know why people make press statements at all because you kind of have to. No, you don't have to. There's no law that says you have to. But the public ex- look. Here's the part of it, and I know me being a you know a D level celebrity, we you know we are public images, so we have a, a you know we have to speak to our fans. You should know that you a fan. Of I know mine. that. I yes. know. Yes, but so when there's something that goes wrong, we feel as though we owe it. To our fans, but to say either, to lie and say we're innocent. See, and that's the problem to make because you either know you're lying, mm-hmm. which seems to be the case when they say they're innocent and then they're proven guilty, mm-hmm. um, or they have to talk about some conspiracy that doesn't make any sense, or they could be honest and say, "Yep, we did it, and we're going to deal with this in court." Very, 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 very few times do people actually say. Yep, I'm sorry. I take accountability, and I'll deal with this the right way. You know who did? Big Frida. Oh, hey, Free. Yep. Hey, Free. Free. Frida said, I I up. did it. I, yeah. Yes, I hey. will do whatever I have to do to fix it. Um, And she did. And okay. I respect that. Yes, I, I agree with you. So, you know, if I were ever indicted on charges, what do you think the charges would be, you know, so I can go ahead and start setting up my press release? Spousal abuse. Spouse, spouse, spousal, I can't say it now. I know. Spice, I can't. Spousal. <laughs> I can't say the word right now. Beating up your husband. Killing my husband. Be more like it, okay? I'm going to need Annalise and our whole team from How to Get Away with Murder to get me off, okay? I heard the funniest shit this morning. I was listening to uh, Watch What Happened uh, live with Andy Cohen and Sherry Shepard, who used to be on The View. Uh, and Sherry Shepard was a comedian at one time, right? Kind of. She's funny. She said the funniest shit. She said that 
she went to like this special spa that only like A-list celebrities can get in. So they didn't know who Sherry Shepard was. So she told them she was Octavia, Octavia Spencer. <laughs> and she got it. And I'm like, I think I may need to start doing that shit. She goes, yeah, when they even questioned me a little bit, I just went, you is kind, you is smart. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to start having to do that. I am Octavia Spencer from Ma. That damn movie was fucking horrible right there. All right, so anywho, we wish the Chrisley family well, and Todd just, I don't know. I, I don't think Todd ready for prison. How's he going to do his Botox? How's he going to get his hair colored? Oh, I think they'll take care of him. Oh my gosh, you're so gross. He'll get the he'll get different kind the of special injections. Treatments. Yeah, he'll get his he'll get new kind of injections. All right, sure. so everyone's talking about Miley Cyrus and Liam with Hemsworth getting a divorce. I don't know why anyone was surprised. I mean, look how many times they broke up while they were dating, and then all of a sudden, bam, they're married. And they didn't have like a a wedding wedding. The dress that she had on looked like um. You know when people in, are in those cults and they have to wear white? Her dress kind of looked like one of the women folk from a cult. Uh, it did not help that the day after they announced their split, she was on a yacht tonguing down some girl. I'm just like, damn, Miley. I mean, can you have a little bit of respect? Because I saw Liam at a cafe just sitting there. He ain't ordered nothing. He wasn't smiling. He's just looking. Sad, lonely Liam. Yes. And Miley's out he, there. I don't think Liam is going to be lonely and sad for long, though. I mean, no. he's a Hemsworth. So, I mean, but he he looks like he's heartbroken. And Miley's just one of those people. Number one, Miley is still very young, but she's just got that wild spirit in her. And I don't think there's any taming it until she's ready to be tamed. There's no taming her until she falls out of the public eye for like five years. Because this is, to me, this is the still... publicity stunt? Just, well, it, I don't know if it's a stunt, but I think a lot of artists end up believing their bullshit so much mm -hmm. that they become their bullshit. And to Maybe. me, she's pretty much become her bullshit. Well, look how many times she has reinvented herself. Thank you. You exactly. know, like there's all... I mean, here's the bottom line. Molly likes pussy. Obviously, Liam wasn't cool with the threesomes, which that's weird in itself. But uh, she likes women. So, I mean, it's one of those situations. Do you say to your spouse, look, we're married, but I know you still have an appetite for this. So go on and do that. Just don't bring it home. Is that? I mean, that's basically an open relationship. Which yeah. to me is just allowed cheating. I mean, but a lot of people do it. They're swingers. They're swingers oh, yeah. clubs and all kinds of stuff like that. I can't do it. I'm possessive about my dick. You know what? If I don't want my dick, nobody else can have the dick either. So I don't want it right now, but I don't want you to have my dick. But that's just me. And you can say I'm selfish if you want to. I really don't care. So um, I think it. I think they reported that she was seen on a yacht with uh, shit. One of the Jenner boys, one of Bruce's boys, I, was it Brody's ex? I think it was Brody's ex or something like that. I'm just like, the Kardashians figure out a way to be in every big story, even this one. Because Jenner, Kardashian, eh, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. So, anyway, when we get back, we're going to talk about uh, Jeffrey Epstein and the conspiracy about his murder. Or was it suicide? I don't know. I said it was suicide, but everybody's like, mm -mm, Hillary Clinton killed him. Uh, we're also going to talk about the new law that was passed saying that pets could be buried right alongside with their owners. And we will be back after this break.
Are you looking to lose weight, improve your posture, have muscle definition, increase flexibility, and reduce stress? If you answered yes, then Classic Bar with Sherry is the perfect invigorating and dynamic workout for you. Bar technique is extremely safe and is designed to stretch and tone with a splash of cardio. The method is the foundation of ballet with the flow of yoga. To learn more about Classic Bar, call Bar Instructor Sherry at 281-678-8037 or stop by the studio at Femme Fatale located at 689 FM 517 West, Suite 300, Dickinson, Texas 77539. Your first class is only $10, and if you mention the Libra Lounge with Keisha, you only pay half. Make sure to follow the studio at Femme Fatale on both Facebook and Instagram. You can also email Sherry at barandyoga at gmail.com. That's bar, B-A-R-R-E, and yoga at gmail.com. All right, so over the weekend, um, Jeffrey, is it Epstein or Epstein? Uh, I think it's pronounced piece of shit. Yeah, so he was was facing charges of sex trafficking. Um, I want to say, what else? It was a long list of disgusting things. Everything sex-related that's a crime, I think he was accused of. And also with children. Yes. As well. So anyway, they found his ass dead in his cell. And this was after he was on 24-7 suicide watch. But he had just been put back to gin pop. So he was he was off a suicide watch. So, okay. Everyone knows that if you're in jail for anything having to do with uh, the murder of a child, the abuse of a child or sex with a child, they fuck you up in prison. So, you know, they found him hanging. But then everyone is saying, oh. He was killed. What do you think, Producer James? I think this. um, If you're a millionaire and you're now facing charges that will put you in prison for the rest of your Uh, damn life, and you could kill yourself. You would. You probably would. Yeah. I mean, people kill themselves all the time in prison. You don't have to have anything elaborate. You can take your shirt off and hang yourself. Yes. So... But they're going to keep looking for some conspiracy because the conspiracy a, sells. It's a cooler story. Yeah. So, you know, that would be what a, a rich, white, older man would do. Black people don't do stuff like that. We'd be like, I killed them, and I hope they all burn in hell. Again, no one in the studio caught the reference. No, that was Samuel L. Jackson. Thank you, James. Thank you. From Thank you. what was the movie? A Time to Kill. A Time, a time to, kill. to Kill. One of my favorite movies right there. You know, I don't personally give two shits whether he hung himself, fucked himself in the ass, was murdered. I don't care. He, Whoever did it did the whole world a favor. So, you know, now they're saying the Clintons had him killed. Oh, yeah, it's funny. Somebody was reading the whole list of uh, people that they think the Clintons have killed over the years. That's pretty damn you know. funny. Yes. You know, we, you know what? Stop talking bad about our first black president, Bill Clinton. Okay, that shit's not cool. He is still our president, always and forever. Him and Obama now. So a lot of people were saying that they were pissed off because now the the uh, people who were victims won't have a chance to face him in court. Which to me, I think, wouldn't you, you be kind to, of thankful? Well, that, to like, me, if you yeah. were the family of a victim, you're hoping that they give him the chair. Yeah, you know what I mean? So. so here, you, you didn't you didn't even have to sit through the trial or anything like that. You didn't have to hear the stories. You didn't have to see any pictures. He's dead. Yeah. 
I'm thinking they probably really want to say that the families won't get any money because of this. Well, I don't know they if they would be They can still sue any. his estate, right? They can sue his estate. Um, yeah, they can still sue his estate. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I to me, it'd be like, okay, he's gone. Now we can kind of go through whatever healing process, move on. It, it's closure because I would hope that that person – I want. I don't want him to have a uh, life without chance of a parole. I want him dead if he did something to my kid. I wouldn't want him to be in prison for the rest of his life that we're paying for. I wouldn't want him to have access to people to interview him or write mm-hmm. a book about him. Or and anything. that's exactly what he would have done you know. because that's what people do. Yeah, dead and gone. <sighs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, but some of the conspiracy theories are quite humorous. I will say that. Um, so a new law was passed, which. For people like me, it makes me so happy. A new law has been passed saying that pets can be buried right alongside their owners in cemeteries. Me and Sushi already picked out our plot. James, he said, you can't be over there with us. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he, he said, you, Skylar, Marvel, Liam, y'all got to be somewhere else. Me and him going to have, what is it, what is a, a mausoleum? Yeah. Mausoleum. That's what me and Sushi going to have together, okay? We're going to build your own mausoleum. Well, you know, I want to be buried. Sushi has said that he wants to be stuffed. So we got to figure out what we're going to do because he's like, Mommy, I want to be stuffed, and I still want you to take me everywhere you go. Just carry me like I'm a Louie. So I'm kind of wondering about this law. Like, what happens if the person dies before their dog dies, but their wishes is to have the dog buried with them? Do you kill the dog right then? Or You're you so stupid. You don't kill the dog right then. I, it's part of their wishes. See, you know, what he really wants to say is, can I kill sushi? That, no, that's no, what, no. yeah, that's what he means because he is curious. so jealous like, of Do you him. have to wait till the dog dies of natural causes and then bury him in there? Or can you go ahead and just get it done, do a two-for-one in the casket? That'd be the way I'd want to go. Or the so way I'd go with What is wrong it. with you? I'm just economical. You took a very loving and sentimental situation and turned it to shit. And then you know what you did after that? You shit on that shit. That's what I do. That's why I sleep in one eye open. That's why I can't get get, get good sleep at night. Because that's who I have to sleep next to. That's my. I just be worried about me, what they going to do to my dog. That, that's psycho kind of behavior right there. That's how crazy people think. Well, look, for 20 grand, we can actually clone a dog now. About 20 grand is what it costs to have a dog cloned. So can I start selling some of your organs so I can have that extra 20 grand? Well, you can sell the things I have two of. Kidneys, balls, lungs. Titties. You you rolled out the red carpet for that one, buddy. Uh, But I think that's really cool. You know, because our pets are not, they're not pets. They're our family members. Like, Sushi is my person. That's my ride or die. Just, I'd like to know that I'll probably cremate him and have him in a bejeweled urn, you know, or I may just carry a little vial of his blood on a necklace. Would you want to make him into a uh, diamond like people do now? No, that's what's gonna I'm gonna do to myself. I'm oh. gonna be cremated, and see, there's enough of me. I told Scala, I want you to wear me as jewelry because you can get your ashes turned into jewelry. I said, look, bitch, I'm gonna need you to wear me as earrings. Uh, I think I have enough that you can wear, have a couple of rings, a necklace, an, an anklet, and some toe rings too, if you want to, and a belly button ring. There's enough of me to go around, and I told her I want you to wear me every single day. Black diamond. 
Exactly. So uh, I think that's cool. I, I, I like that a lot. Um, so the other day we were talking, um, y'all know we always talk about race relations and we talk about it because it's such a serious topic that we just like to make light of it. Um, so that's why we throw out shit about race all the time. And it's funny. So, um, who was it? Oh, if you're a fan of the Real Housewives of Potomac, you know that you've got the Green Eye Bandits, you've got Giselle, you've got Robin, um, then you've got Ashley, and then you have Crazy Katie. So Giselle and Robin, who are both blonde, green, clear green eyes, not that swamp water looking green, but clear green eyes, and, and you know, and, and they're high yellow. And look, if, the, if a black person is high yellow, that means at some point, there was a white person that had sex with a black person and they started producing. That's, that's how you get light skin. I don't know if any of y'all knew that, but that's how you get it. So both of them, as light as they are, they're like, we are black. They're, they're like, we're not biracial because both of their parents are black, but both of their parents are also high yellow with like colored eyes. So me and producer James were kind of talking about that one drop rule, you know? Was, so for our listeners, what does the one drop rule mean? Well, the one drop rule stated during slavery times that any person, if they have a pin drop of black or African blood in them, they are black. And there are the majority of black people still live by that motto because that's what you're taught, you know? And here's the thing about it is that nowadays, with the generation, the younger generation, when they see someone who is light-skinned, they just automatically assume that person is mixed race. That person is half white, half black, half black, half Asian, half black, half Mexican, whatever. Uh, no, that's that's not always the case. Remember when we were growing up, the bright-skinned girls with the good hair? Yes, it's just, a, we didn't even call it light. We called it bright, okay? For example, my daughter Skylar. Everyone assumes because I'm dark, she's light, that she's half white, like, like, for real, real, like, when I tell them, no, she's not half white, they're like, oh, on. as a matter of fact, my best friend has had to get in arguments with people trying to tell her that Skylar's dad is white. She's like, oh, hello. No, that's my best friend. No, she's not mixed. And people are like, yes, yeah, she is. She's not. There is a such thing of just being light-skinned. Again, it goes back to, yes, at some point there was some race mixing, but you can't just be light-skinned. You can't just have good hair. You don't have to be mixed race. But a lot of people, another person who's like that is Vanessa Williams. Hell, she has clear blue eyes, but she makes it very well known. No, I am an, an African-American woman of mixed ancestry, but when I check a box, I check black. So, Producer James, what do you think about that? Because you're one of those silly people that, I mean, he thought that if we had kids... The Go rock. ahead. If we had kids, it'd look like The Rock. That's not even what I was talking I know. about. Um, so to me, at this point, we're getting to where everything is just a construct. Every, you know, your gender is what you think you are. So to me, I'm starting to think, well, A, race doesn't matter to me. But what you identify with becomes equally as pointless. Because if you can just say, I identify as whatever – everybody's supposed to take you at your word because it's quote unquote your truth mm -hmm. then it really doesn't matter at uh, but all yes it does because when well, you have to check a box I'm saying as box we all is, do the box is pointless at, the, at this point so 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 let's say this what's the difference between someone like rachel dozal the white mm -hmm. woman who claimed she was black mm -hmm. what's 
so bad about her doing that and then a black woman saying, well, I identify with white if I'm mixed race. Well, because Rachel was not mixed race at all. But it's an identity thing. So Well, what's... it's an identity thing. Okay, but we know how the line is very, very, very blurry when it comes to what you're identifying for. So let's take that out of it. Okay. okay? Let's take what I identify as. It's, um, yes, people don't understand that you can have two light-skinned people and produce a child that looks more European, but they're like, no, I am black. Right. Which technically, yes, you you are black. And then you have some people that just want to be white so goddamn bad. It's like, okay, bitch, you look like you came straight from Wakanda. You got maybe a little bit of good hair. And you hollering about you what? White? No. no. So is it what you say you are or the culture you try to assimilate to, into? Well, here's a funny thing. It's, some people believe that it's based off of what color your dad is. Cause that once upon a time, I think that was how it went, but no, it's not based off what your dad is. So if somebody is light skinned mm -hmm. and they identify as black, mm -hmm. but do a bunch of white things. No, that's, that, that's stupid. Well, I'm, I'm asking. I, no. It's a legitimate question. No. Okay. What about somebody who is light skinned, but does not claim to be black and does white things? What are You're they? You're still black. But, but what does that even mean, being it's black? It's your race, your ethnicity, your your back, your background. Just your genetics then? Yes, that's what it is, genetics. The percentage of melanin your skin expresses, basically. Mm, yeah, I'm not going around telling people I'm white. No, I know, but so so where on the color swatch? Okay, let's take Scarlett for an example. She is... She's caramel. Yeah. Okay. And she can easily pass for being mixed race. And she often is. But she's like, uh, no, I'm black and I'm proud. Well, yeah, exactly. So, so, so how much lighter would you have to be before you wouldn't critique their choice of being black or not black? I mean, take Giselle Bryant and Robin Dixon from the Real Housewives of Potomac. They are your skin tone with green eyes. I mean, they have more white features than you do. Okay. But they are black women. And they're proud to be black. What if they said they were white? Okay. Would they be wrong, or would they be would, would they would, would that be bad of them to say so? I would be disappointed in them if oh, they okay. said so. Okay. Yes, I would be. I have to admit that. So I'm. I, I love it when the high yellow girls be like, "Oh, I'm high yellow, but I am black." So I mean, okay. then you get these fools that just are confused. I'm like, just check the box, confused. I'm a mental case because that's what some of y'all are. I mean, look at Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods don't want to be black so bad it just kills him. Tiger Woods don't want to be black. Well, he didn't want to be black until he's the first black golf player to do X, Y, or Z. And then he'd be telling everybody, can y'all just, just keep yeah. that down, keep that down. Okay? But he's black and Asian. I mean, he's, mm -hmm. he's literally mixed. But he wants to identify. There's some people that are mixed race, but they want to be as far away from that blackness as they possibly can. And that's what I was saying before. Do you allow Zoe for Kravitz, as I mentioned yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. So would you I'm allow... I'm like, girl, wait a minute. Your edges are not anywhere near straight. Like, really? You have an identity? She has stated that she has had an identity identity crisis. So what's so weird to me is that um, mixed-race person claims to be black. I and never... she's not a mixed-race person. Both of, her both of her parents are mixed-race. Right. What I'm saying is I've never heard... If somebody was mixed-race, black and white, let's say, and they identify as black, 
I have never heard outcry from the white community saying, oh, you're denying your whiteness. On the flip side. Because white I, people don't want no black people on their no, side, <laughs> mixed or not. Be like, go on in and keep it. Mm, that baby is black. Uh-huh. But, I, but I do hear outrage sometimes from the black community. And there's a, a reason why. Well, well, and you know, it, but, they're denying their blackness. Yes, so and, why and, you know, is one and, denying and one? Here's another the one? thing about it, and and I hate to be so cliche about it, but it really does go back to slavery, and it's the same thing with other. Okay, I'll I'll do you one, Indians. So you are more beautiful the closer you are to being more European looking. So the lighter you are, or if you have lighter eyes, the more beautiful you are. It's the same thing with black people. It was, oh, the babies that were the mulatto babies, they got to work in the house, not in the field. Which, by the way, Scholar always feels like she needs to remind me, like, once every three quarters, uh, you know if it was slavery times. <laughs> I'd be in the house and you'd be in the field, mama. But I'm going to wave at you, though. Hey, mama. Hey. Master said hi. He said pick that cotton. So it goes back to that. So, you know, in every, in every it happens, it's not just black people it, it happens in every race even asians the more european features that you have the the better you are the prettier that you are because we you know we've been told that white is right you're white you're white you don't fight i don't think anyone else in the studio got it again kevin hart oh thank god because i was like okay we gonna have to start like uh having a meeting before the shows <laughs> and go over the things that i might say Yes. Um, Kevin Hart, who actually identifies as a black hobbit, the only one. I'm glad because you cannot deny that hobbit in you, not at all, Frodo. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's just one of those things. And it's it's not that serious, but it does come up. But nowadays, everyone's mixed race. I mean, it's and then it'll get to a point where I'm better than you because I'm half white and half black and you're half Asian and have like so it's always going to be something everyone wants to be of the elite well and here's the other problem with the amount of uh intersectionality that mm-hmm. identity politics no we playing. can't no no oh, that no, did no just, we can't even I'm go there say, if you're mixed let's say you're a mixed race female mm-hmm. where do you line up on the victim scale well, oh because child don't be a classic what is it called the tragic mulatto yeah so, so I mean, you're you know intersectionality tells you that well you're part black so you get more victimhood oh wait but you're white so you're the oppressor okay that's so going that's I, that's that's too psychological saying, that's you're going, going you take it see you do, being white you being real white I'm, you I'm making it about something else you just you you're doing too much this the, it's the libra right lounge now. with who keisha okay so be quiet right now all right so when we get back um oh our anniversary's coming up huh yeah. We'll be right back, everyone. Hey, guys, it's Keisha, the host of the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast and web series. If you follow me on social media, you know that the Million Harris is one of the sponsors of the show. I've told you all about the great hair products for both men and women that they have, but I wanted to give you an opportunity to actually see some of their hair bundles. Here they are. What I did was I ordered both 20 and 22 inch Malaysian bundles and a frontal from the Million Harris and took them to my stylist and had her make this unit. Yes, this is actually a lace front unit made from the bundles I purchased at the Million Harris. 
I usually don't wear this much hair extensions, nor do I wear it this long, but I really, really love it. The hair feels amazing. It looks great. I've been getting compliments everywhere that I go. So make sure to go to her website or stop by the shop and get your order on. She's got hair products, bundles, and mink lashes. Make sure to use my discount code LEVER20 for 20% off your total purchase. All right, we want to thank you all for joining us uh, for our, what was it, episode 57? Um, make sure you like our Facebook page, you follow us on Instagram, and you subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also subscribe to us on the podcast app. Give us, give us a five-star rating. No matter how fucked up Producer James messed up the show, still give me the five-star rating. You can also find us on the TuneIn app and the Laughable app, which I have to say, that is such an honor because most of the people like you have to submit things to be on the laughable app. And the majority of the people on there are comedians who have podcasts and I'm amongst them. <clears throat> and I'm not even a comedian. I'm just naturally funny. I was born this way. I can't even help it. You know, producer James is so jealous. I am. And don't forget to support us on Patreon. Okay. Y'all know I still don't understand that shit, but producer James say y'all should pay me for special shit for just being me and me talking to you, you looking at my page, you follow, he, he thinks y'all should pay. That's the worst sales pitch ever. But watch, I get, uh, watch, okay. I'm going to get someone to become a Patreon. I hope so. There are some perks. So producer James, please give them the perks of being a Patreon. <laughs> I always think of a Pegasus. I don't know why I think of a Pegasus every time I say Patreon. Well, number one, someone doesn't be a Patreon, they'd oh. be a patron. Oh, okay, whatever. Okay. Tomato, tomato. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Patreon helps us support the show, mm-hmm. helps us do what we do, and uh, there's some great benefits for being a patron, mm-hmm. uh, including discounts at Sassy Class Boutique. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Which, if you're not in the Houston Galveston area, you can go to our online store, which is www.sassyclassboutique.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, you can get uh, benefits like having one-on-one time to talk with Keisha. Uh, to get her advice, whether it's good or bad about life. It's probably going to be bad. It's probably yeah. going to be the ass backwards way, but hey, it'll be a good story to tell. You know? It'll be fun. It'll be funny. Yep. Okay. So, uh, yeah, check us out. Patreon. Alrighty. So, we don't have a bitch please of the week. We kind of do. We kind of do because producer James and I, our, our wedding anniversary is this week. And for the love of God, I don't know if it's the 13th, the 14th, or the 15th. Which one is it? 15th. Oh, it's the 15th? Yeah. How many years? Four or five? Five. Oh, my God. Five fucking years we've been married? That's exactly the reaction I expected. So that means we've been together 12 years? We've been together since, uh, no, 11 years. 12 years a slave. <laughs> That's a long-ass time. 2008. That's a long time. I know. What is that, 11, 12 years? 11 years. Oof. Together. Oof. I mean, it's not that bad. But, like, when I hear how long people, like, when people say, oh, we've been married to 50 years, I'm like, you didn't have the same dick for 50 years? Okay. That's a long-ass time. I hope you was a hoe before you got married. But I'm just, I mean, I'm just surprised. Look, I never thought I was going to get married. Okay? I thought I'd be, like, one of those old people in a retirement home or, you know, one of those old people eating cat food at home because nobody loves or cares about me. I have to fucking find someone to marry me so we can get Social Security together or something like that. So, yeah, it, it, I'll say this. It takes a 
special kind of person to be in a relationship with me. It certainly does. Yes. So producer James is the yin to my yang, um, the captain to my tenille. No, that's wrong. No, I'm the captain. He tenille. Um, he is the sunshine to my KC. <laughs> KC in the sunshine. It's, yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I'm Michael. He Tito. You know. <laughs> hey, how about this? I'm Hobbs and he's Shaw. There you go. No, you ain't Shaw. You one of the Samoan brothers in the background. You more like them. Uso. Yeah, what a who? Um. <laughs> so yes, uh, our it's five, right? It is five. Hi. Okay, so you know what? Someone actually did ask me the story about our relationship, and they were like, "Oh, you should share that." I'm like, "Bitch, we do share it on the podcast." I can tell you ain't been listening, but <laughs> <laughs> um. I'll fast forward to us getting married. It was, it surprises everyone that we did not have this big over the top wedding. We got married at the courthouse on a Friday and we ate at, what was it? One burrito, one big burrito. One big burrito. <laughs> we had our, had our cake there, which was a, a taco. And what, five hours later, I drove him to Intercontinental Airport because he had to go to Malaysia for what, like two weeks? It was two weeks. Yeah. yeah. We've been planning a wedding and uh, I had to make a trip for work to uh, Kuala Lumpur. And this was right about the time five years ago when there were planes just falling out of the fucking sky. Remember that missing Malaysian plane? That they, Malaysian have plane? they still found that damn plane? I don't, I I don't think, think they found they some have, parts. Yeah. Um, so that plane crashed and then the other plane was shot down over right. the Ukraine mm-hmm. and that was exactly the path my original flight was mm-hmm. going to take. Right. So, and I'm like, your job didn't cancel that. They don't care about y'all health and uh, yeah. wellness at all. But I will say that they do have it really, uh, it's set up real nice. You know, that the benefactors, we get paid well if something would have happened. So, so I yeah. could have been rich, but you know, again, James, but I that survived all for me. You know, yeah. he decided to live. Yep. <laughs> so we, uh, uh, rather than do the big wedding, I honestly was like, I thought I wasn't going to come back. I thought I was going to fall. Cause he, cause of course everyone thinks I'm dramatic. It, it's really oh, no. him. Listen to no. what he just said. No, I thought I was going to crash in a plane. Like other planes were crashing. I, I swear. I thought that was going to happen. So uh, there's no way I could have gotten off that easy. Well, no way. No. Well. James is going to make me have to be wipe his old ass. He changed his diapers. He, There's no way I'm going to get off that easy. So I, I could have thought, been a millionaire. Yeah, I thought if anything been happens to, to me. married to the rock right now. <laughs> if anything happens to me, I'd rather her be a widow than an ex-girlfriend. And baby, let me tell you, I would have been a cute widow. Okay. <laughs> no, but it was, yeah, I cried when I dropped him off. I'm not a, I'm not a heartless bitch. No, um, she's wonderful. She really is. I really am. I have a bitchy reputation, but I'm not as bitchy as people think. And when people meet me, they're like, you are really not that bad. You're funny. I'm like, I know, right? But yes, I was sad. I to drop my new husband off at the airport. I mean, I didn't even have a chance to boss him around or anything. So it's just like. So this is what marriage is like. Oh, okay. All right. So, yes, that is the story of our wedding day. And we only told, like, oh, like four people. A very, yeah. very select few people about the wedding. I remember I was so nervous um, that I had diarrhea the whole morning. <laughs> She's a blushing bride, my friend. I had cannot. Really I didn't even think I was going to make it. I'm like, I can't stop pooping. 
And so my mom's like, oh, how's everything going? I'm like, I can't stop shitting. She goes, uh, put a corkscrew up there, chick, and get on over there to that courthouse. Um, yeah, I was a nervous wreck. So I can't even imagine how it would have been for a wedding. Oh, no. I, I You would have just lost your mind. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm this nervous, and we're going right around the corner to the courthouse. You would be a fucking bridezilla. Complete bridezilla. I don't think I would even want, like, a really big wedding anymore. Like, I think one day we should have some kind of a something. Because yeah. he's like, yes, we, it's not for me, for him. He wants to have a something. I want to so, have a party. We I do that know. all the time. I know, but, I mean, maybe don't, a And people don't do the same shit. They're going to come, eat up our food, drink our liquor, throw up somewhere, and then go home. I'll tell you what. Next and then year, act like they forgot the present, and they're going to bring it the next day, and then we don't ever get the wedding. Tell you what, next year, when we do another crawfish boil, uh, you can wear a white dress. And we'll call it square. I'm going to wear um, that, that dress that Miley Cyrus, the cult folk uh, white dress <laughs> to the wedding. So, okay. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Catch us next week. Who do we have on the show next week? Next week, uh, we should have – oh, we'll have the very funny Alan Adams. Okay, okay. Who is a White, white. Like, white. he looks like albino. Yeah. Like, if you it, ever – Yeah. It, I mean, is he allergic to sunlight? He looks like powder but with hair. Well, no. i tell you who, who he looks like exactly. Okay. If you look at the uh, movie – That model? No. Well, the model. I can't remember his name. But if you watch the movie Me, Myself, and Irene – Mm-hmm. The white dude that Jim Carrey calls Casper or Whitey, oh, yeah. he looks, ex- yeah. but he's a handsome dude. He's got a beautiful wife, beautiful mm-hmm. kid, mm-hmm. funny, funny uh, local Houston comic. And we are so excited to have him. We are. Uh, you can, I think we'll tell them everything that they can do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. They're so good. have a great week.